ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലിസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സായിറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് എ ഡിവൈൻ ഡിസ്കോഴ്സ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഈസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് എ ഷോർട്ട് ഡിസ്കഷൻ ഇസ് അണ്ടർ ടേക്കൺ ടു റിഫ്ലക്ട് ഓൺ ദ മെസ്സേജ് ദിസ് ഇസ് എ പാർട്ട് ഓഫ് റേഡിയോ സൈസ് തേഴ്സ്ഡേ ലൈഫ് hosted by Sai Prakash and Prem every Thursday at 7:30 p.m. only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality in the year 1990 Today's episode was first broadcast live on 6th November 2014 Offering our humble pranams at Bhagavan's lotus feet. Dear listeners, we welcome you to this week's episode of Shravanam, Mananam, Nididhyasanam. As always, this is Prem from Team Radio Sai and with me is Brother Sai Prakash. We are here to continue our journey with Swami's discourses. We went through the 1990 Summer Course series and as a concluding and a summary discourse, we are going through the Guru Purnima discourse of that series and we are we are in a sense delighted nostalgic and grateful uh, as we look back at at more than a year's journey with swami's discourses and uh, we are for all practical reasons at the last episode of this series the shravanam mananam nididhyasnam series so before we go into the discourse before we go into what what was the kind of experience we had through this entire series i invite brother saprakash to join me saram saprakash Saram Prem, yes, you just mentioned um, this whole series has been very nostalgic and I would say a bundle of miracles, if I were to put it in. Because, uh, you know, again, quoting Nisargdath Maharaj, as I would say, he says, uh, either everything is a miracle or nothing is a miracle. <laughs> so, in that sense, especially when you focus on the events leading to to how this series began and how we went through and how swami guided us through everything has been so wonderful and so beautiful and uh, i think we should bring to light some of those things definitely i think yeah, we will be going into this discourse the guru purnima discourse that year and uh, as you said a few recollections of how the series has been for us but i think uh, it would be good to start this final episode mm-hmm. with how it all began okay. uh, you mentioned it I think on one of the morning glory sessions yes. where we all as uh, presenters got together and we recollected some of our experiences of doing this program for Swami. Uh, but I don't think we ever did it on the program. I don't think oh, we, right? we really explained why we chose the 1990 series. So dear <laughs> listeners, it was not our choice. Definitely it is not like we were learned enough to think that this series <laughs> is uh, worth studying. Uh, it was again Swami's prompting Yes. And I think Sai Prakash over to you. You should tell us how it all began. It's um, really mind-blowing and uh, um, especially for both of us who know what's coming up in <laughs> the clip. <laughs> right. There's a very, very, very big surprise for everybody which kind of seals the deal and says, <laughs> Hello, I am the one who's running the show. But um, it's really interesting how the whole thing started because... um it does go back to 2010 december and 2011 january All right 
um been thinking and then you know often on you start reading uh, something that elevates you and uh, sometimes you are not in the mood and sometimes uh, it's too heavy for you because it's not tangible or it's not visible right. so in that sense i was drawn to this book called i am that mm-hmm. by nisargdat maharaj actually he's not written the book rather they are a collection of uh, conversations, conversations had, with him, had with him but um, i would say it is quite heavy in a sense because um, it is beyond experience mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, every time i try to read the book i would um, you know be attached to it i didn't uh, force myself to read it but then there were times when i genuinely got interested in reading it and one such time was about uh, um, the march and april of 2011 and very frankly i was so engrossed in the book because it kind of elevated my spirits to a higher level and even uh, that was a time when swami's physical body was taken to the hospital and then when swami um, left his physical body and through that entire period which was so difficult somehow this book kind of gave me an uh, uh, i won't say an escapist view but uh, it gave me uh, strength and courage right to you know put it in a very simple way because it gave me a glimpse into a higher understanding and so i was kind of addicted to this book and then that went on so i was i started reading the book and went more into it and it's a book you can't really sit and read through you have to read each line and you know i think uh, both of us would discuss a lot as we would just meet each other bump bump of ideas and all that but what happened really um is once i completed reading the book i was praying to swami and <clears throat> this thought came to me that if shri nisargdat maharaj who is yes after all a human being who has reached that level of a self realized soul mm-hmm. if he has spoken so much about the concepts of the body the mind and the atman as such i'm sure swami would have spoken about it so you know this kind of uh, yearning was there and um, so i said uh, one morning i came to the studio unfortunately i really don't remember the date when it happened but i came to the studio early in the morning at 4 mm-hmm. and i told swami um swami um i want to listen to some of your discourses i want to see in which discourses you mentioned these themes because right. these themes are begun interesting me and so i prayed to swami and then this thought came let us go to radio side discourse stream Mm-hmm. and um, let me hear to whatever discourse is going on and i would take that as swami's blessing and i would continue listening to that discourse but uh, you know swami has his way and when i went to the discourse stream the discourse stream was breaking mm-hmm. there was no continuous stream and i said why is this happening swami are you not happy with me why <laughs> sorry to interrupt but maybe we're sending a message to so the listeners if a stream breaks any time there might be a divine purpose for it <laughs> there might be it absolutely so then this i remember very clearly because i went back to the bhajan stream mm-hmm. see there was break in the discourse stream and i wanted to check if there is an internet problem so i went back to the bhajan stream mm-hmm. and the bhajan stream was perfectly fine <laughs> <laughs> I came back to this discourse stream and again there were breaks like you know it's not even one sentence complete okay. so Swami would start speaking something and there would be a break he would start speaking then I just closed my eyes and I felt Swami is not happy with me or what is, I I didn't know what it was 
then this thought came to me you fool <laughs> why do you have to go to the discourse stream because at radio sai we have this internal search engine right. through which we can really access all the digitized discourses which have been playing on radio sai so i went to the search page where there's an internal search page where we could access all the discourse files and there i was stuck again so i prayed to swami i said swami um now from the 3 f- to 4 decades of discourses <laughs> that you have right. given us which discourse should i listen to and believe it or not lo and behold whatever you call it i did hear a voice from within and that voice prompted me twice it said 1990 1990 and i can't deny it i just i heard swami i i, I won't say it's swami's voice i heard nothing special about that that year 1994 for you it's not like you know if somebody had that as the first year they came to swami or the first yeah. discourse they heard you could say that you know yes. there was some kind of an attachment to that year but out of the Absol- blue 1990 absolutely out of the blue it came from within 1990 1990 twice and then i said yes it's 1990 and i just typed 1990 the first thing my eyes fell on were the set of 16 discourses from the summer course the search results threw up on the desktop and mm. the first thing the, that my eyes caught attention was the 16 discourses from summer course and when i started listening to them my eyes were really filled with tears because they contained exactly the same theme which was described in that uh, book i am that but with so much more love he has actually brought it down to our nursery level you know if you read the book i am that it it's very nice to read at times but it's just beyond is beyond experience and how swami brought it down and with so much of love and care went step by step by step by step and so i was kind of drawn into that set of discourses and then i think i discussed it with you as well and uh, around that time when thursday life started Uh, we had uh, uh, other programs which we could not uh, continue for several reasons this thought just came to me why not we take up this 1990 series of discourses and do it like a steady circle very frankly dear listeners um i would say we had no idea what we were getting into and uh, the beautiful part was it was just a casual conversation when we were talking um what to name the series you know we were just uh, right. and um, this name just came up i don't know whether it came from your mouth or from my mouth i just don't know it was just in the air shravanam mananam nididhyasanam and uh, in fact i remember very clearly the spot where we decided the name it is right it? Okay. Uh, uh, outside you know where prakash bharatkar is sitting right, right now in the as you enter the radio sai office okay. right there in the corner mm-hmm. that was the place where we were just casually talking okay so quickly you tell me the name what name should i put for this series mm-hmm. i said why not shavanam mananam nididhyasanam <laughs> so it was just we thought <laughs> we thought it was just a casual conversation that led to this name and in fact there was a discussion that said why should we have such a long name right a lot why of not? people did criticize <laughs> us we can't you know the other rjs in fact told us we can't even pronounce the name fully why don't you make it something shorter <laughs> yeah why can't you make it shorter but dear listeners this is going to be the most thrilling revelation of this entire series and i will not reveal it to you right now just hold on for a few more minutes right. and you'll know why this series was named shravanam mananam nididhyasanam this clearly shows that he is the prompter that he is the doer and he is the one who has run this entire show and very true you know when you said that we took up this task 
it was indeed quite audacious to think that you know we can take 16 discourses 17 discourses in the end yeah and go through them but dear listeners it it really uh, in many ways then one showed us that it was, we were not the speakers you know we tell it over and over again i don't know what views are because i think mm. many many times it has happened mm-hmm. we have come here we have spoken things which we never imagined we will speak absolutely we gave examples which we never prepared and you know many many times you know a lot of people think that we sit and prepare for these programs of course we do go through some of the texts and try to get some clarity but many times the things which i end up telling you would have been something which i would have read at 725 before walking into the studio that's true you know the, the right page would just open in the right incident of uh, swami explaining some profound topic or some other master explaining to a student i think it's not it's happened more than once to be just a mere coincidence in fact um, you know i have very little experience with public speaking as such and uh, absolutely zero experience with uh, running a radio show to be very frank this has been the first series where you know right. i've really appeared after 10 years of working in radio sai <laughs> 10 to 12 years of working with radio sai but um this experience has been extraordinary because to tell you the truth on one or two occasions mm-hmm. the course of what i would uh, was what i was saying or what i wanted to tell changed halfway through the sentence <laughs> and really you know it struck me when i sat back and thought i started with this idea then what happened halfway through the sentence it really went uh, 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 on a totally different track but uh, possibly that's what was needed <laughs> and uh, i i'm really you know uh, yes you could attribute it to a lack of experience if the track it took was something uh, not very uh, you know uh, relevant but if that was more relevant than what was what i wanted to say it's purely divine will that's what i would say the <laughs> so, listeners there's little more in fact a lot more to speak about our experience but we won't yes. get too much into that and get lost because we still have uh, the last bit of that discourse that's right and it is indeed the best part of the discourse in fact the best part of this entire series yeah so do stay tuned and listen to this discourse just to quickly tell you what this discourse has been this is a discourse as we said many many times before it's a summary of the entire samuko series sami speaks of how from experiences that you have in the regular physical level in the world every day how you can internalize it and look within and answer this very important question of who am i and what you really are mm. because it, you know uh i think sometime back we were uh, discussing uh, uh one of our brothers brother hari shankar who has mm-hmm. again been a part of this program many many times mm-hmm. thanks to him you know we were talking about uh, there is this uh, new theme in psychology which is starting about psychology of happiness okay. or the psychiatry of happiness mm-hmm. where they say why should psychology always discuss about how to get a person out of depression and out of uh, mental sickness mm-hmm. why can't psychology define what gives happiness beautiful so this came about by the work of uh, dr martin seligman he supposed to be the father of that field so he says there are three widely classified three mm. things mm-hmm. one is pleasure okay which is sense pleasures mm-hmm. the second is involvement when you get engaged and kind of get into the flow mm. of something let's say a musician or a, a, a sportsman that's right or even somebody like a scientist who walks into the lab and forgets himself because he says when you get engaged you might actually overlook some pleasures mm. 
because engagement can give you happiness mm. and the third thing he says is something which gives you a meaning and purpose in life so he says that is why service gives you a lot of pleasure even when it means giving up engagement and you know something like uh, sensory pleasures beautiful because he says meaning and purpose of life Mm. and uh, when hari was discussing with me he was saying that one thing which was missing out there mm. was the fourth thing mm-hmm. which actually uh, in other uh, psychology texts it's mentioned as self actualization okay when you start asking who is the one who is actually feeling happy correct who is the one who is experiencing so he says that is where vedanta and indian philosophy and indian spirituality actually brings in that final step or the last most important step so in every sense the culmination of that journey or the most important part of the spiritual journey is to ask yourself who you really are right so this entire discourse is actually about that yes. and swami says the one who guides you into in the journey is the guru within correct and uh, swami goes into a beautiful description of who guru is mm. and then swami speaks of the various implements which swami went into in detail in the samako series mm-hmm. that is about the senses the mind uh the three states of existence Correct. the waking state sleeping state deep sleep state and uh, then he goes on to speak about the inner core of every person the hridaya Correct. and how that is common mm. so in short that those are the different topics which swami went through in this discourse and then this beautiful thing uh, this was also a very nice thing the mantra yantra and tantra mm. he said right. uh, the mantra is soham the yantra is the body the instrument and um, the tantra is your heart right so that was a very beautiful the mantra yantra tantra he said you have everything with you so and then of course the most important have confidence in the atma everything that you see will vanish one day or the other what you have to really hook on to is the atma right so should we go to the I last i think we should go to the last clip the mm. very last clip of the right. very <laughs> so dear listeners the last clip of the last discourse of this entire series so we'll play that out it's about 10 minutes at the end of it we'll discuss what swami has to say in this clip and why this clip is significant for this entire series kaluka manam atma swarupanamu aneekanti oka deenini manam pondali who should experience and feel that we are the embodiment of papini anikari నేను బలహీనుడని కానీ నేను ద్రోహిని కానీ ఇలాంటి తుచ్చ పదమును మనం ఏమాత్రము ఉపయోగించుకోరాదు ఈ విధమైన We are making so much of efforts for lowly sex. Yes, I'm going to say that. 
for how long this satisfaction would last idi kevalam atikichukunna mukku vantivi this is something like a nose stuck to the face idi eppudu rali potundo eppudu kuri potundo eppudu kali potundo when this body will be destroyed we will nitya satyamainaatundi yokka aatmavishwasamulaku ye maatram kodunu prayatnam cheyatam ledhi we are not making any efforts to develop confidence in self and atma aa prayatnam chesina vaade nijamaina sadhakudu the real sadhaka is one who makes efforts in that atane dhanyudu he is really fortunate one atane sarvatsanni kodunu andukogalaginatunte arhudu he is having the deservedness to attain the unattainable loka sambandhamaina vishayalu nu anubhavinchochu tappu ledhi you may enjoy the world kaani ivanni kodunu bhagavat prasadamulu gaane bhavinchali but you should consider everything as the gift sarva karma bhagavat prityartho aneetundi oka nijamainatundi oka tattvamtho manam undali we should live the life with the feeling that everything is for the glory of the lord for the satisfaction of the lord kanaka mana jeevitamu bhagavat arpitamuniki manam upayoginchali kaani inkoka deeniki mana ye maatramu viniyoginchadu we should offer our life to the lord and to nothing else taanichinatundi tanake arpitam kavali god has given this let us offer it to him alone అనేక దానములు ధర్మములు ఆచరిస్తుంటారు పీపుల్ పర్ఫార్మ్ డిఫరెంట్ టైప్స్ ఆఫ్ చారిటీ ఉత్తర ప్రదేశంలో ఒక ఉత్తమరాలు ఉండేటువంటిది దేర్ వాస్ ఏ వెరీ గుడ్ పయస్ లేడీ ఇన్ ఉత్తర ప్రదేశ్ ఆమెకి ఏదో ఉండినటువంటి దాంట్లో ఎప్పుడు కూడా దానము ధర్మము చేస్తూ ఉండేటువంటిది within whatever she had she used to undertake a lot of charity పది మందికి దగ్గరికి ఎక్కడైనా పోయినప్పుడు ఆమె తల ఉంచుకొని పోయేటువంటిది పాపం whenever she approached a idol of god she used to bend down her head and walk up aame mitrulandaru kodano aamena haasyam chese etanti varu all her friends used to make fun of her yemitamma neevu chese daanamulu neevu chese dharmamulu mari evaru kodano cheyatam ledhi neevu enduku tala unchukoni povali tala ettukoni povali ani cheppane etanti varu what mother you perform so many types of charity no one else does all this you should go with a head up because you are doing so much of charity nayana bhagavantudu అనేక చేతులతో నాకు అందిస్తుంటే నేను ఒక చేతితో దానం చేయటం ఇది అవమానం కాదా అనేటువంటి దాని షీ యూస్ టు సే వెల్ చైల్డ్ గాడ్ గివ్స్ మీ ఇన్ థౌజండ్స్ ఆఫ్ హ్యాండ్స్ ఐఎమ్ ఓన్లీ హ్యాండింగ్ ఓవర్ విత్ వన్ హ్యాండ్ అనే రీతిగా భగవంతుడి చేత మీరు సహస్ర పదముల చేత సహస్ర అస్తముల చేత అందుకుంటూ కూడాను మీరు ఒక చేతితో దానం చేయటము ఇది ఎంత సిగ్గు is it not a sense of shame that you should have when you are receiving from god in andukodaniki aneka hastalu ostayi ఇవ్వడానికి ఒక హస్తం కూడా ముందుకు పోదు ఫర్ రిసీవింగ్ థౌజండ్స్ ఆఫ్ హ్యాండ్స్ కమ్ ఫార్వర్డ్ ఫర్ గివింగ్ నాట్ ఈవెన్ ఈ సమాజంలో అవమానకరమైన విషయమని ఆ యొక్క ఇల్లాలు బోధించింది షీ టోల్డ్ దట్ దిస్ ఇస్ నాట్ ఎ గుడ్ స్టేట్ అట్ ఆల్ ఇన్ దిస్ సొసైటీ కనుక మనం అన్నిటిని కూడా త్యాగం 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 చేయాలి who should develop that kind of sacrifice and devotion vedamnandu na karmana na prajaya dhanena tyageneike amrutatva manasu ee tyagam nunde nijamaina manaku yogam undi that is why it is said in veda that only through sacrifice and tyaga sharirikanga seva cheyali you should use your body manasika satchintanu salpali through mind you should think dhanithiga tyagam cheyali and use your mind dhanithulnu poshinchali you should use your money vidya vaityalanu kattinchali you should build bedalaku bedalaku taginatundi yokka sahayakaruga manam ninchali give some support for poor and forlornainatundi yokka jeevitham that is a true life ante kaani manaku unnadi kada ani gundu vale balichipotam kaadu mana yokka idi jeevitham just because we are having money if we only become selfish and strong what is the use deeni kosam mana puttaledu 
నిర్వర్తించి and for doing good acts yedi chesina daiva bhavamuto man cheyandi whatever we do we should do it with a feeling of divine dignity minchinatundi maroka sadhana ledhu there is nothing which is greater sadhana than swartham kosam nivu poi tapas cheyanakkarledu for the sake of your own selfishness nee nivittame nee tapas cheyadam kuda oka paapame for your own sake e doing even penance idi paripurna swartham aipothundi it becomes extremely selfish ee swartamlo manam praveshincharadu who should not undertake such paraktamlo manam praveshinchali who should enter into nee sadhana kuda nu 10 mandiki upakaram gaavinchali even your sadhana should become useful for 10 others kanuka manam swartaparulu kaakunda who should not become selfish people paraktha bhavanni penchukoni who should develop the feeling of paramatma bhavam tho man jeevinchadaniki prayatinchali who should live a life with a feeling itarlu yeritiga pote naake nenu maatramu na kutumbam maatrame vaagundalanukunte intakante mrugattamu melanuga bhavistundi idi prasuthame better ga kostundi this would be a type of animal nenu na kutumbam nenu na kutumbam varike varike maatram prayanam cheyakoddu samajam varaku manam praveshinchali who should not journey only to ourselves samajam lekunte nee kutumbam ekkadundi without society where is your family you are without family where are you you are self and your family are dependent upon society we should always keep in view the welfare of the society we should always wish and aspire the welfare of all people in the world that is the type of mindedness broad feeling also aa visharatamlone divyatvam manaku aavirbhavistundi we can experience divinity only in that broad feeling and broad work kanuka bhagavat chintana cheta nama smarana cheta thinking of the lord karmalanu pavitram gaavinchukovali who should sanctify all our actions shravana manana nitidhyasalu that is the meaning of shravana manana and nitidhyasa so that dear listeners was the final moment of that discourse to our great joy i mean imagined we named the series shravana mananam nidhyasanam over a year ago you know we were just seeing one and a half years ago we started in april of 2013 and as saprakash was discussing uh, describing it just came as a casual thought we thought it it is an appropriate title and we thought it was our idea right it was our <laughs> idea and we were defending it and people were complaining <laughs> but when we you know went through this discourse and for your information this discourse was not picked up because of the last line yeah. we picked up this discourse genuinely because it was uh, the you know summary of a natural summary natural of summary of the samko series but when we were editing this discourse when we heard that last line it just threw us back it gave us such thrill and the fact that swami was the program director for whatever happens here at radio science and, and uh, swami reiterates that dear listeners this is the very last sentence in this discourse right after this swami sings the bhajan hari bhajan bina and uh, i don't know what to say i mean <laughs> imagine when the entire series is coming to an end and the last sentence that swami says is 
ఇదే శ్రవణంగ్ is definitely um his will and the way he has taken it through and um i think we should uh, before we go on to discuss uh, and thank some of the people who are associated with this entire series we we'll quickly go through this last clip right. and see what swami has mentioned in this clip because to me what it uh, really feels like is this clip you know just puts things in perspective Very and good. says you know this stuff now you know all about uh, what needs to be known you know what is the body the mind the intellect about atma i have told you all that now how do you translate it in daily life do this serve all love all so all it finally comes to very that very true you know the three or four points which ami made here very very strong points as you said mm. after having been gifted with all that knowledge Correct. what do you do in the world sami so just puts it in you know first thing is as you said serve all sami so says what is the point mm. if you worship the lord and you start getting this understanding that the lord is everywhere mm. the moment that understanding comes you should start serving all you should start Correct. loving all correct so sami says start with service mm. the other point sami made is practice correct like you know when you know all this but sami i don't feel it that way nididhyasanam right. that's what it sami is sami says that's what is nididhyasanam sami <laughs> says practice practice and what a beautiful point that mm. after all for a ba and ma you struggle so much correct to get the degree of amartasya putraha correct the children of immortality mm. how much more practice you have to do and how much more relentless your effort must be and uh, he says never have this feeling that i don't have the capacity right self confidence self confidence and that's the third point you know yes. beautiful self confidence and the way swami puts it he says a sadhaka is the one who makes efforts in the direction of self confidence correct not necessarily only the one who has the self confidence but who recognizes the importance of self confidence or confidence in the the higher self correct. and makes efforts in the direction he is a sadhaka that's and right and swami says his life is dhanyam swami says he is he is a dhanyudu mm. so he, then he says yes you how do you live in a daily life just by accepting and understanding that everything that happens in your daily life is a gift of god right swami says enjoy life swami yeah. in the last part he says that it's yeah. not that you have to give up all enjoyment yeah. but enjoy it as sarva karma bhagavatyartam and do it with the feeling that everything is a prasadam of the lord and offer it back what mm. you've received from him and then this beautiful story of the old lady right. who would uh, bend her head in humility and then serve when she said when the lord is serving with a thousand hands i am able to serve only with two what a beautiful story and um, you know <laughs> it's uh, the you know vedic parlance which says eko hum bahushyam but if when you think of it in this uh, context of service mm-hmm. i you know this this whole scene of the narayan seva comes to my mind when swami would first go and serve the first a uh, person narayana who is sitting there swami would go and serve him first and instantly he would give his direction and thousand hands would serve after that you know all the students will be waiting on the gent side and the lady side they are waiting with all the food and the sari clothes and the dhotis they are waiting and swami would say yes and the, the whole army of white would go in the hillview stadium we have got some films and we have got yeah. some photographs as well 
where all of them are waiting in you know in readiness swami would serve the first uh, one or two of those people and swami would say yes eko hum bhushyam so <laughs> and immediately after that the entire army goes and serves so that was such a and then now it is of course become the gram seva right where swami actually goes to each house and serves right in fact that, uh, you know uh, our brother raghu keeps telling in this program mm. a very beautiful observation he said initially we had narayan seva mm. the narayan seva graduated into gram seva mm. where the food goes in search of those people who are in need mm. okay and swami he said he says that swami started the hospital mm. and that hospital has graduated into a mobile, mobile hospital, hospital yes where medication reaches the doorstep of the people who need it and then right. the third thing is swami started Educational Education. institutions. Mm. Now it's Vidya Vaini, which goes through the Absolutely. internet and reaches children wherever they are. Absolutely, part two. That's the expansiveness of Swami, which in his projects we can see it. No, even in his love, because you know, uh, I just is in this context, I can't help recollecting that beautiful incident in Kodaikanal when Swami had the Narayan Seva in the Sai Shruti, mm-hmm. and um, he uh, gave uh, prasadam and blankets okay. to all those who had gathered there. and then swami suddenly turned around to the organizers and said um, you uh, people are so narrow minded mm-hmm. what about people who cannot come here okay what about them then they were totally taken aback because they had no idea swami said load all the blankets into my uh, into a vehicle and swami led the way and he was out for nearly 1 to 1 and 1/2 hours swami went to every road in kodaikanal every street and uh, uh, what i learned from when they came back i because one of the students was also privileged to be as part of the team mm-hmm. which was distributing the mm-hmm. blanket so ami would go and see a person who is needy of the blanket and he would stop his car the moment he stops his car the student from behind vehicle would come running with a blanket he would go and give it to that person mm-hmm. then swami so would move further <laughs> i mean he's always been reaching out he's always been reaching out yes for those who came to him for those who were fortunate to come to him he gave them his love but then he goes beyond that even for those who are not able to come to him he goes to them and that's how it has been always i mean which other god comes walking to you in darshan we go and stand in lines and long lines to have darshan of uh, any deity but here is bhagwan who came walking to us he is always reaching out and the other point which swami makes here very beautifully he says consider this body as an instrument to practice dharma correct you know, you know that that's a completely different perspective because mm. all through you've been told you're not the body you're not the mm. mind but you are in it correct. you are there there is a certain amount of belief that you are the body you cannot do away with it just by wishing it away mm. so you are there so swami saying consider it as an instrument and you know when you bring the idea of seva when you bring the idea of uh, dharma of good acts it's almost like Swami is reminding that this is a great blessing which has been given to you. It is an instrument to do something which is good. Because Swami would often say, you know, if you're uh, if you don't have a body, how can you do good karma? Correct. How can you do good? How can In you fact, do dharma? In uh, fact, the last but one episode before that, when we had uh, uh, the respected Sri V S R Murthy Garu, mm-hmm. he mentioned it very beautifully. He said, "Don't say I'm not the body." say i am not the body alone alone <laughs> <laughs> so there is a package along right uh, so that was very nice and of course then comes the last part of this discourse <laughs> which totally sent us in a spin and even that sentence is so beautiful he said think of the lord all the time do namasmarna i mean 
he says this is the way to sanctify your life and this is shavana manana nidityasana <laughs> so he says his name the lord's name if you have it because then it sets your entire mood it sets your entire orientation to offer every action to him because then you are in constant remembrance of your own self the lord is your own self the lord is your inner self the purest part of you i would i always try to define it as the purest part of you because right. when swami would come for darshan when he would look at you and speak to you you feel oh my god swami has come only for my sake <laughs> and it's it's more uh, you know um, stepped up when you actually call for an interview and uh, the family that swami is speaking to would always feel that this avatar has definitely come only for my sake but why did we feel that kinship with him why did we feel that love and that bonding with him because he connected to the purest part of us he directly kindled that relationship with the purest part of us and that smiled back that gave back that love there was absolute selfless love that was being exchanged and i think that built the bond and he says by doing namasmarna that is when you will be actually following shravana manana nidityasana right and it's almost like the simplest way of doing it swami says if you can just do everything as an offering to the lord correct sarva karma bhagavat priti artham he says if you do that automatically the smarana becomes automatic in fact this afternoon when we were discussing we were discussing the different types of smaranas okay. you know what different devotees did if you look at the, the kind of smarana that uh, somebody like mother shabari did mm she never chanted the name of the lord i mean there is no account in the ramayana where it is said that she sat sat and did namaskarana of lord rama's name mm. she just constantly thought if lord rama is coming here which path will he take mm. if he takes this road is it suitable for him to walk barefoot mm. is the branches too low mm. if he comes what will he eat you know the idea of how do i serve the lord better how do i please the lord that was the only smarana she did correct and here sami is saying exactly that he says you know you've heard all this so constantly ask yourself how do i imbibe this in my life to please swami you know that is the smarana that you have to do you know Correct. that as you doing namaskarana this is the real smarana which has to be done that's right although swami mentions in another context as well that uh, it need not be praise because for mm-hmm. him is beyond praise and blame <laughs> and when uh, yudhishthira actually saw the soul of shishupala <laughs> merging in him he was uh, uh, not enraged but surprised definitely <laughs> curious so he asked the lord what is this then the lord said he is remembering and thinking of me more than any other devotee <laughs> although with hatred but the lord is beyond praise and blame and the moment you think of him you get purified <laughs> it's so beautiful and uh, you know as we were listening to this last clip there was this line which swami said you should not think do i have the capacity do i am i capable of doing just have confidence in the self and i am thinking now uh, it's been quite a decision for us to take up this series and uh, i would wonder if we had really sat and thought are we eligible to discuss on topics that are so i mean subtle um we would have never qualified <laughs> or we would have never started the series in the, the first good, place exactly the good thing we did was we didn't do panana then <laughs> and we thought is it possible are we capable or things like that and in fact i think uh, for most part at least personally i never tried to skip 
the discourses because the mm. discourses were revealing truths so beautifully That's the point. even even myself i did not uh, right. really i think had i done that i would have <laughs> gone <laughs> weak in my out. knees <laughs> backed out is it <laughs> right but uh, to to be very frank and to be you know very uh, open with our listeners um, much of the wisdom that or much of the good things that we actually brought out is not merely our effort and it's been a, a silent contribution by a few people in the background and uh, we sh- we really would like to take the time to thank all our guests who came on the show and who helped this show um you know contributed their bit in the show which really enhanced it and uh, you know gave us so many different insights and uh, i'm sure prem will agree with me when i say that um every person who came here for this particular series had something spe- a special bond with this particular series right we will actually read out the names of all the guests whom we have had over the series but two people whom i i from my point of view would really like to thank is mrs funibanda auntie has been so supportive of us throughout this series and um, every time wednesday comes i would you know <laughs> call up auntie and with so much of patience and with so much of love and concern she would reveal to us so many different aspects connected to what the topic we were dealing with and um, auntie also mentioned to us that when dr funibanda was given permission by swami to go to a retreat in the us way back um, um in the late 90s i think mm-hmm. um and he asked swami um what should i speak on and um, swami said speak on my 1990 summer course discourses mm-hmm. and uh, auntie was mentioning that um this particular series has been um a milestone and it has been referred to often on when she has been teaching balvikas and when she has been discussing with uh, right. youth groups she's been teaching for 30 30, 30 to 40 years yeah, i think and the balvikas definitely and her insights were so apt and so perfect and so and comprehensive so you know, sometimes com- yeah for every point which was mentioned in the discourse auntie would give so many other places where swami would have narrated a a, a chinnakatha which goes with this theme Correct. or something which swami would have told personally in a, in an interview or in a session which he gave to some balvikas teachers i think very very true and the other person is really my father because uh, apart from giving a lot of insights based on reading lot of swami's books mm-hmm. and books relating to science that deal with um, metaphysics to say they have been my parents have been one of the ardent listeners of the program possibly because their son is going into <laughs> deep waters unaware of what lies ahead but uh, their encouragement and their support has been immense and uh, some of the points and some of the discussions that we have over dinner after the show is over has really added a lot to my understanding i would really like to thank my father and my mother and all my relatives and uh mrs funibanda for immense contribution in this entire series right and the other person we must definitely remember at this moment is uh professor nanjundeya that's right so dear listeners mm. all through this entire series uh equivalent to the time we gave to swami we gave to professor nanjundeya <laughs> that's because right. he was the one who was translating these discourses and uh, to have him on the show and explain what it is to stand beside swami when swami right. is firing in a spiritual wisdom like this mm. was indeed a very revealing thing and he in fact shared about how the samukos itself used to be conceived and conducted yes. in the early years correct 
you know the love and concern with which swami would do the whole thing and the involvement which swami used to uh, pour into that entire season of the samukosh correct then we had brother uh, sanjay we started with sanjay mahalingam we had sanjay also with us and um, he has given so many uh, talks and speeches in in bhagwan's presence which actually dealt with the topic of atma and the unity in this entire creation so he had uh, tremendous uh, inputs which you know really gave us confidence and courage this was right in the beginning i think right. when we started the, the series first few episodes first few yeah. episodes and uh, possibly we thought yes after all we can do it <laughs> <laughs> then of course we had uh, professor gv prabhakar rao yes was a wonderful having him because he had some wonderful analogies That's from his right. field of computer science and yes. uh, you know operating systems to offer to explain some of the workings of the mind in the initial uh, this the workings of the mind i think the, that's when we right the chitta yeah. and uh, correct and the the manas and the chitta the understanding of that very beautifully and it was again a very special thing to have him because he said how this series was very important for him and dear listeners i would uh, you know frankly tell you and confess to you that either it is out of um, neglect or it is out of confidence and overconfidence in bhagwan's will and his work prem and myself did not plan anything we really didn't know who our guest would be on on the thursday we would walk after the bhajan we would discuss and then suddenly somebody's name would pop in into our head or we would see the person walking right <laughs> in front of us right and i think at least four or five of those guests just walked appeared from somewhere in front of us and we casually asked them sir would you like to participate in this program and they would just look at us with their jaws wide open because this series did have a very very deep impact in their lives and one such person was bhagya sir right and, and rangarajan, uh, rangarajan sir, sir who mentioned because rangarajan sir said that was his first year when he joined right. and he says this series just blew him over and uh, bhagya sir of course he mentioned how the series inspired him to such an extent he said let me retire from the institute because he was already teaching right. and he said i have come here only for self realization and he actually gave his resignation and uh, swami called all the teachers for the for an interview and most lovingly swami told professor bhagya that that's not the way to go about it you have to do your work you have to do your job at the same time do it with an atmic outlook and he still does the same thing for what swami had told him to go to the hostel and serve the students because he's a very good homeopath uh, right. doctor and uh, he still does that and he does everything with this feeling of service offering everything to the lord indeed a true inspiration for all of us right and then among the elders our own venkatraman sir was there venkatraman suresh rao sir suresh rao sir yes and uh, venkatraman sir came in at the right time when we were discussing about buddhi right. i think about, about uh, science and technology when some <laughs> is doing a lot of science bashing <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right but to think of it how many scientists are open even to that right how many scientists sir's love and dedication to bhagwan is so immense and uh, his faith in every word of what swami says is so great so he says yes at the cost of bashing up his <laughs> entire 40 years of you know career, <laughs> career yeah, he said yes this is the truth and uh, one beautiful thing i remember when professor venkatraman was here and um, just as the session was concluding uh, he was asking yes we are doing an effort we are making an effort but i wonder uh, how many people are actually listening to it <laughs> and 
spot on just as he completed that sentence i got a phone call mm-hmm. and dear listeners you won't believe it this was a person all the way from the united states of america <laughs> and uh, he was calling all the way from um, atlanta and um, um, there was another person who called up from another state in the united states he called up and they said please thank professor venkatraman the show was excellent we are just <laughs> listening to it and it must be it must be sometime in the morning for uh, most of them there but uh, they were so thrilled and uh, professor venkatraman said see these are the subtle ways in which swami shows that he's running the show <laughs> because uh, you get a thought and there is an instant answer as he said he said even though even if nobody listens we are the first beneficiaries and this has been our experience all through the show but even as he made that comment there was a phone call <laughs> so that was wonderful and then we had uh, brother sonam gyamso yes w- wonderful uh, three sessions with wonderful him. three sessions with him and uh, it's amazing because the way he brought out the uh, inner significance of the poem daffodils right. by I mean, william birds was striking thing that was the most striking thing right. apart from so many of his experiences right. and, and some very very simple and beautiful experiences i think one mm. which is right on top of my memory is when uh he kind of got carried away by the mm. importance which was given to him in the hostel when swami invited him for one of the festivals that's right and swami called him and said and so beautifully swami explained that you know mm. too much of uh, ego mm. so he fell at swami's feet and said swami save me from this you know i'm having mm. he said no problem every mm. time the thought of ego comes just say swami i offer it to you just make it arpan to swami and that's the you know, that's the, that's right. the last line of this discourse as well right so beautifully mm. you know is it and so many other practical uh, this one of how uh, swami taught them he, he spoke of how swami taught the buddhist method of meditation correct you know without even mentioning some of those uh, names mm. but swami was actually speaking of some of those things you know, sonam yam so really wonderful sessions we had with him and then we had many students i think right. we had ganesh we had uh, uh, vyomesh vyomesh And we had uh, brother Sham, an uh, uh, student, yeah, who was yeah. here. He's he's a Balvikas uh, teacher, and yeah. more importantly, a very avid listener of our program. And he would he has given very valuable feedback. So yeah. we extremely delighted to have him on the show one day. And we should really thank on the show, uh, Mr. Guru Mur- Guru Swami. Right. He is the father of one of our students who is working here, and so diligently he listens to every episode, not only this series but every program every of program. Radio Sai, and promptly gives his feedback. Dear listeners, it's really important that you take some time to give us feedback because it brings us down to reality, and we know where we stand <laughs> because uh, you know listening to Swami and uh, we just speak from our heart. But there are things that we could have done better. so we would really like to learn and be aware of that right and then of course some of the other youngsters of course i owe a lot of uh, gratitude to brother hari shankar that's right <laughs> who was with me for so many shows yeah. and uh, he's definitely you know more than anything else he is an iit graduate yeah. so a person who's really uh, got his perspective beautifully uh, aligned with what swami says right. and a very sincere aspirant so that really was a added value to the show whenever he came Correct. because his knowledge in the sense he was much more prepared to do a shravana mananam than me i'm sure because he was very well read in many of the uh, spiritual texts not only indian even the, the western philosophies so Correct. he was a brilliant addition to all our programs that's right of course we had um, professor uh, um, uh, ragunath sharma ragunath sharma and, and pravina sir and who uh, took it on all high right. uh, uh, in during the discourses about uh, the, vedas. the vedas that's right they were again you know perfectly 
perfect guest for the for that for those segment. episodes it's really amazing how people walked in at the right time and how each portion of the series fit in with the guest who was coming and then we had uh, shri vsr murthy garu right um who uh, could really take on concepts like the atman and then give us elaborate on some of those topics it's not easy and we don't and uh, when i mentioned uh, sir uh, we are so happy to have you here you must have given hundreds of talks <laughs> <laughs> he said no it's actually thousands of talks right and uh, such a learned scholar and great ardent devotee of bhagwan Um, I think we were really blessed to have his company, and of course, apart from this, we had our own Ganesh. We had Bishu on the show once. Yes, but you know, apart from all these guests, I think uh, we definitely owe a lot of gratitude to all those listeners who yes. constantly wrote to us. You know, this Correct. is not just one-off show. Correct. Be it our live broadcast or be it the rebroadcast, which is happening. Yes. the kind of encouragement which gave, I think, it really Swami speaks of self-confidence in the end. Yes, but. Every time we were in self doubt, we were wondering whether we are doing it the right way. Correct. I think when uh, people wrote saying that it it gives us it takes us closer to Swami's message. I think nothing more was more uh, you know energizing than that. In fact, you know, very frankly, when we started the series, I was um, thinking, no, the topics are very heavy. To be very frank, the topics are very heavy. Will uh, will it really make an impact? Will people be interested in such uh, such a topic? but you know when we started getting responses from youngsters saying that yes this was really nice and it's very nice to listen to swami and once one such discussion on what value are we going to add <laughs> you know swami has brought down the highest philosophy in such simple terms what value are we going to add i think the only thing we could really add was our own experience uh, experiences with bhagwan now if you at this point in time if you say bhagwan is equals to atma <laughs> that sets the whole thing in perspective that sets everything in place so every episode every episode and experience that a devotee had with bhagwan he can experience the same when he equates bhagwan with the atma today and the atma is always there it it can neither be <laughs> burnt nor can it be cut nor can it be destroyed and i think that that thought was what was appreciated and related yes. to by many of our listeners correct because whenever we narrated some of these incidents with swami because we felt that if a spiritual aspirant you know takes to the path of uh, uh, self knowledge the experiences he would uh, he would experience with his own self the revelations which would come the explanations the clarity which would come that was exactly what we had when we had uh, the good fortune of physically being in the presence of swami that's right that's right because every word that he said was a revelation which the self would give to the aspirant and at the cost of really repeating it again i would uh, uh, feel you know swami one of those darshan days when he was coming he looked at me and said hey achappu mat bakta yatra gayanti achappu because the last line is swami says thinking of the lord and do namasmarna ide shravanam manana in this context swami asked me chappu i said swami mat bakta yatra gayanti tatra tishtami narada tishtami enti tishtami tishtami means he will come and go Okay. He is not going to stay. Stasyami, <laughs> stasyami, and you know uh, when Swami redefines these age-old slokas or this Vedic hymn, like how we change loka samasta sukhinamantu into samasta loka, <laughs> and you know here in one of this the last clip when Swami says, "Don't say I am a papi," don't say Swami corrected the priest saying, "Don't say papo ham, say prapto ham." 
I mean, this is really giving a new light to the entire Vedic wisdom. And Swami says, Sthasyami, Madhbaktaha Yatra Gayate Tatra Sthasyami. I will install myself and I will continue to be there. So I think uh, that's the and message. The, I'm reminded of what uh, the beautiful incident which Pravina sir shared mm-hmm. when he uh, he was asked to write a, yes. a Sanskrit shloka for one of the convocation dramas I think, or one of the dramas which are being staged in front of Swami. Mm. So they came to him and said, Sir, Swami wants a couplet in Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. So he had written uh, a Sanskrit, uh, this one, and in, in that he had written uh, Nipatetu mm-hmm. Hastam Yetu. Mm-hmm. That was the phrase which I had written, Nipatetu Hastam Yetu, means mm-hmm. you're the one who gives a helping hand to the one who has fallen. Okay. That is what he had written. Mm. So this Sanskrit shloka was taken to Swami, given to Swami. Swami went through, he said, it's very nice, mm. but instead of Nipatetu, mm. make it Nivatetu, oh. Swami said. Mm. And so these boys came back to Sir and said, Sir, this is what Swami had said, Swami wants it Nivatetu. So, Pravina sir, in his knowledge, he said, uh, you know, he's definitely a scholar in Sanskrit. He mm. said, it doesn't make sense. Mm. Nipatetu means one who has fallen. But what is Nivatetu? Mm. I, I don't know anything which, uh, you know, fits in there mm. as Nivatetu. So, he went back to his Sanskrit dictionaries. Mm. And when he went through, he realized that Nivatetu, when you make Nipatetu into Nivatetu, the meaning is, he's not the one who gives a hand to one who has fallen. Mm. But when the weakness sets in, he gives out his hand. <laughs> Nivatetu is one who is weak. Oh, <laughs> you know some of these things. Correct. I mean, this same thing what Swami is explaining here about the Atma, with self-confidence. Mm. Those were the things which Swami was revealing through these acts which he, he was doing in the presence of his devotees and students. That's amazing, and you know, in this moment of inspiration, um, ho- hoping that it's not an overstatement, I would really say that we would come back to this series, dear listeners. We have uh, decided to discontinue the series for a few months. For many reasons, in the sense, there is a lot more for us to learn and there's a lot more for us to read and to go into. There are so many more discourses of Bhagwan, and there are so many texts that we would really like to go and then recollect some of those experiences and come back afresh after a few months. What do you think, Prem? Do you think? Definitely. I think uh, <laughs> that's exactly what we should be doing because... In the course of this, going through these discourses, we just found how deep Swami's messages are. Correct. And in trying to understand one discourse, we would see so many other discourses where Swami is speaking of this thing in various angles. Correct. So I think our own knowledge needs to be bolstered, you know, much, much more. A million, ta- million fold. Right. <laughs> I would say. And Swami willing, we'll be back here, dear listeners, with a different series of discourses maybe or a different theme of discourses. That's right. Or as Swami would will it. As Swami would will it, you know. <laughs> he has given the name and he has chosen the series of discourses. I would really wait for his inspiration again. Sairam you just heard an episode of a radio series, Shravanam, Mananam, Nidityasanam, that is listen, reflect and absorb. This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7.30pm by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. Today's episode was first broadcast live on 6th November 2014. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered 
as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality, 1990. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosci.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashanti Nilayam. Thank mm-hmm. you.